0: This is the Simi Sarah Show on demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday ten to two on nine eighty CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Now let's talk about some BC history. What do you know about the office of the Lieutenant Governor here in BC? Well, you probably know that it's you know ceremonial, except maybe in the days like after the twenty seventeen provincial election. But other than that, like what do you really know about the office? The people who have held it. Turns out. There is a lot to discover about all of that and the history that has been created here in our province. Historian Jenny Clayton has written a book that really is a must-read for anyone who wants to know more about the history of BC. It's called The Lieutenant Governors of British Columbia. The foreword of the book is written by our current Lieutenant Governor, Janet Austin, who joins us now to talk about it. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks, Simi, for the invitation. Do you think this is a part of our history that we don't know enough about?
1: I, I do, in fact. Um, I I, um, I was quite surprised to see a poll recently that um, I think it's only about 18% of Canadians actually understand that the Governor General is our head of state. Um, and so to me, that's, that shows a you know, an unfortunate lack of appreciation of our overall system of governance. So I think the book actually is a very interesting historical overview of British Columbia and and reflects the changing role of the lieutenant
0: governors. I'm not going to lie. I love the pictures. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> they were really good. And you talked about the changing history of it. Uh, it was very ceremonial. Uh, we went from having people who were appointed because of their pedigree to having people who kind of represented more of BC. But do you have a favorite story out of there, a favorite portion of history?
1: Well, I think, I mean, there's some really interesting, um, uh, pieces over the years. Um, something I think that's worth knowing is, is the, you know, British Columbia, uh, negotiated its way into confederation. Um, and that was done by, by, um, uh, Lieutenant Governor, who became the Lieutenant Governor Trutch and Musgrave. Um, and after that, the, um, and so he was the first lieutenant governor for British Columbia. Uh, over the years, I think there have been some very interesting people who've held the role. And one I would note in particular is uh, George Perks, the uh, General George Perks. Um, he was the longest-serving lieutenant governor from, I think, 1960 to about 1968. Uh, he was a war hero, a federal uh, minister of defense, um, uh, in the Deepenbaker era, but he was asked by Pearson um, to serve a longer term. So he was interesting because he really changed the role of Lieutenant Governor. He, he traveled widely, he engaged with um, many of the First Nations communities. He was made an honorary chief by, I think, eight or ten uh, First Nations. Uh, and he also brought in um, many organizations that are associated with um Uh, civil society and social justice issues. and So there was a real shift, I think, during his time. Uh, Also, uh, um, the more recent lieutenant governors, um, whom I admire very greatly, uh, her Honour, Iona Campanola, was obviously a a huge advocate uh, for women's equality, and she spoke out about the need for women's equality at a time when it uh, it was not quite so prominent. Uh, David Lamb, of course, um, was the first uh, uh um, lieutenant governor of chinese uh, canadian heritage and he was a real bridge builder between cultures um but he also established this incredible network of um of volunteers that actually manage many of the functions of government house including the beautiful gardens the tea sh- uh, t- the tea room uh, various things like that and and that i think is an important legacy because people can come to government house for free um, and enjoy the gardens. The tea room is very inexpensive. And you can pay a lot of money to, to go to other beautiful gardens. And so it gives me great pleasure really to see people coming and enjoying the grounds and, and appreciating the history.
0: Right. So, and, and we were close to losing it sometimes too. Like I was reading the chapter on the Great Depression and how the, there was so much pressure on governments at that time to do away with this ceremonial office because of the money woes.
1: Well, and I mean, I think the um, what I would say is there's more components to the role than strictly ceremonial. Um, there's a constitutional role which you referred to earlier, uh, and and there are important reserve powers which are very, very seldom exercised. Um, although we did have the recent um, the recent situation where um, Her Honour Judith Gishan had to make a decision and exercise her reserve powers um, to ask. Uh, Premier Horgan to work with the Green Party to form government. So that that's something that would happen in rare circumstances. But nonetheless, um, she played a impo- very important historical role. Um, in addition, uh, lieutenant governors do have the opportunity to bring profile to issues, contemporary issues, and themes that they would like to champion. And we've seen that certainly recently with people like uh, Stephen Point who again um, raised the profile of Indigenous issues. Um, and, and you see that evident, really, in a lot of the art, the polls that you see around government health as well.
0: How have you find the role? Uh, found the role, Your Honour? I mean, you've been doing this since, well, about a, almost a year and a half now. What has it been like for you? Well, it's
1: a little over a year, actually. Um, I mean, it's an enormous privilege. Uh, and I found it really interesting. It's a wonderful opportunity to travel the province, um, to meet people of... Um, all different walks of life who have contributed in different ways. Uh, it's extremely busy, I will say that. I've probably given, I'd say, maybe 300 speeches uh, since I started um, the end of April last year. Uh, and there's a lot of there's a lot of preparation involved. Um, so you know, when I meet with groups and and um, uh, either speak with them or meet with them, it's important to me to do some basic research to understand as much as I can. Um, about their issues, um, uh, their purposes, uh, and and so that I can reflect that in comments that that I make. Um, but it's been it's been as I said extremely interesting, and I've loved it.
0: It's so different too what we do now compared to how uh, lieutenant governors were appointed in the past, right? I mean, it was kind of a patronage appointment. You had to have some money. You had to, have, and that's so different from what we see today.
1: Yeah, well, I think so. And, and, um, you know, I'm always very careful to uh, ensure that people understand that that I am nonpartisan. I always have been. Uh, I've worked throughout my professional life to, I think, build positive relationships across the partisan spectrum, uh, particularly around issues that I would consider to be foundational issues. Um, and so I think that that was actually, I hope it was a factor in my selection as, as lieutenant Governor.
0: Is there do you think a misperception out there about your role and what you do? Is there a question that you often get about that?
1: Um, I think I think that there's not so much a, a, a misperception, but there's a lack of understanding perhaps of the depth of the role. And then there's perhaps a lack of understanding of the fact that we are a constitutional monarchy. Um, and so I am the Queen's representative in British Columbia. Um, and I'm, I'm not a formal part of government. I represent the Queen as, as she is the head of state. Uh, and I, I do believe that our, this system of governance is a bit, of, is a stabilizing factor. It, uh, connects us externally to the Commonwealth. It connects us to a tradition of, um, equality under the law and adherence to the rule of law. Um, And uh, I think it's one of the reasons why Canada, I think, has maintained a degree of stability um, that differentiates us from the kind of, uh, I will say, dysfunction that we see emerging around the world. And so I think the fact that our system of governance is a stabilizer uh, is something we need to respect and better understand.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us to talk about it today. Yeah, thanks, Jimmy. Thank you. I appreciate You're- it. Oh, hey, anytime. Thank you, Your Honor. That is Janet Austin, the 30th and current Lieutenant Governor of British Columbia. Have-